0: Welcome to Destiny Moments with Angel Murchison. Today on the broadcast, I have Reverend Barbara Baker. She's an author, a host of Journey to Wholeness podcast, and author of the restorative work of the Holy Spirit, The Journey to Wholeness. Welcome, Barbara. Thank you. Well, tell me about what you're doing, what God is um, speaking at this time. And, and your new, this journey that you're on. Well, it's
1: quite an amazing journey, really. Uh, one uh, that the Lord has had me on for many years because he's been bringing me through many situations and trials that I have had to learn how to look at through his eyes. And he's taught me much on this journey which has led to this book, The Restorative Work of the Holy Spirit. And on the journey, I had to go through a lot of different trials, struggles, many tribulations. But through it all, he has lifted me up. He has strengthened me. He has placed within me a heart to see others succeed where he has made me succeed because it was his work in me that created the person that you have here today, one who has been strengthened by his presence in my life, one who has taught me to look at life through his eyes instead of my own to see people as he sees them, not as I would in the natural, and to uh, help them to become all that they can be as he has helped me to become all I can be and is still stretching me. Uh, here I am, age 74, and he's still stretching me and sending me uh, uh, journeys that I uh, had long awaited for Uh, When I was 29, he called me to the highways and byways. He gave me a vision of it. And I never lost that vision. I kept pressing, just taking one step at a time, doing what he showed me to do, growing in areas he needed me to grow in, learning from the experiences of life. Until finally, this past year, we are actually living the vision and going out into the highways and byways that he's called me to, to minister to hearts and souls along the way, to speak into the atmosphere around, and to transform not only hearts and souls, but the atmosphere itself, where people will be freed to come into his presence, because those things in the atmosphere that prevent it are going to be cleared out. It's been, wow, it's been amazing. And I'm so excited because it's like he's just uh, opening all new doors. Like the podcast was nothing in my vision at all. I had not ever anticipated speaking uh, in such a way. And I didn't have a clue. And this past year when you told me you wanted to start me eh, To have me rather do podcasts it was in the spring and i'm like well i haven't got a clue lord so here we go right one of those moments where you have to decide are you going to go and do what he tells you to do i says well okay lord but i i don't know anything about it i don't have any equipment and I, i just don't even know where to begin so shortly after He brought me to that. He had me actually go to this conference in uh, New Brunswick, Canada. And don't you know, he's got a person at the conference teaching how to podcast. I mean, that's the last thing I'd expect at a, a Christian conference. But I'm like, what? Okay, Lord, I know I'm supposed to go to that. And so I did. When I, when I went in, they had me write down my name and put it in a box because there was going to be a prize at the end of the teaching for a podcast system. Okay, come on, God. <laughs> I won <want> it. <laughs> you won it.
0: Wow, amazing. Isn't God good?
1: I mean, seriously, I, it's it's still been difficult because I'm learning the ropes and everything, but it's like we, we need to learn not to be afraid of the things that God has for us because the enemy has placed so many fears in our way. Now, I could have been crippled by the f- fear and thought of actually sitting down and f- thinking that I was capable of... Doing something like this. And then just said no way. I just, you, know, you got the wrong person. But many times in our life. These types of situations arise. Where we have to choose. Are we going to run with the fear? Or are we going to run with God? And that's basically. My book is showing you. The importance of. Getting rid of that fear. And running with God. In each situation you face, it doesn't matter what it looks like. I've been through so many things in my life that were dangerous, hard trials that I had to go through. But God brought me through every time, even before I knew him.
0: Well, tell me the working of the Holy Spirit. Tell me more about that.
1: I believe my connection to the Holy Spirit started when I was very young, because I used to sit and talk with the Lord all the time. But there was something about the presence that I always felt around me that kept stirring me up inside. And we know how the Holy Spirit will do that, right? Well, I would talk with God, and he would show me things, and I would be feel comfort of the Holy Spirit when Things would happen and I couldn't get comfort anywhere else. And as I grew up and began to understand things of the Lord, because see, I was not, I was on church until I asked my parents if I could go to church and they let me. I don't even know how I began to know him, except that he came to me. And he came to all of us, and he's there for all of us. And it's like sometimes we don't recognize him. As a child, I didn't understand who it was I was drawing from. I I knew something about God, but I didn't understand that I was actually communing with the Lord. And in retrospect, when I look back, I see that. So the Holy Spirit's been just teaching me things about the Lord for many years. And when I first came to the Lord, I was uh, actually married to a man who was atheist. He encouraged me to get into the Word so I would find out it was a pack of lies. So things happened in our life, and both of our children had complications and problems. And I was in the doctor's offices all the time, and I began to think, well, maybe he's right. So I started reading a chapter a day, and, uh, and within 30 days uh, in the book of Genesis, I was actually saved. And it was such an eye-opening time for me, but he wouldn't allow me to go to church And he he wouldn't even, you know, let me watch anything on TV or anything. And I heard the Lord tell me to honor him in that. So I did. Those first two years of my walk with the Lord, the Holy Spirit became my best friend. I mean, literally, my best friend. I walked with him every day, got in the word with him every day, and he showed me amazing things and taught me so much during that time. That time of intimacy and closeness has stuck with me all these years, and I will never let go of that because the value of it in my life has proven trustworthy and faithful. The truths I have learned from that have just astounded me sometimes when he reveals some of the hidden things I think that that we don't always see or pick up on. And it's like there, revelation, right? Praise the Lord. But that is my how I got connected with the Holy Spirit. And that is how he has worked the restoration in me.
0: I know that the word tells us that it's not by might nor by power, but it's by his spirit. And as people that believe in the power of the Holy Spirit and um, hearing his voice and walking into the plan that he has for us, um, talk to me a little bit about how you hear his voice and how you would encourage the listeners um to listen and to hear his voice as well.
1: Okay, uh, That is something I believe is kind of unique for all of us because we each hear things differently. Now, as for me, there have been times I've just heard his voice within my heart and soul just like would resonate up. There's been audible times where I've actually heard him speak to me. And um, quite frequently, he shows me things and visions. And I guess uh, if, if you're wanting to hear him, if you're having a problem hearing him, the solution is simple, really. It's the relationship. The relationship. The closer you draw to him, the easier he is to hear. The more distant you remain. The voice isn't as clear, it becomes murky. So if you really want to hear him, develop that relationship. If you really want him to be clear and precise, because he will be. He's he's all about relationship, but he has to know that you're all in, and you want to be a part of his life, just like he wants to be a part of yours. Amen.
0: When did you first know that God was calling you to write your book? Well, um this particular one,
1: it was um, I would say maybe about two years ago that I started uh writing it, and um I just felt inspired that this was because my heart is so to see people restored. To the position that God had meant for them this is what he He asked me to do and this is how I started writing it and it's interesting too because when I write I don't even feel like I'm doing it and if I if I feel like I'm doing it I feel like it's a flop because there's something that just doesn't um, hit me right but something like Uh, It's not the same as when he's just flowing through me. I almost feel like I'm just the scribe,
0: and he's the writer. How can people get your book?
1: Well, it is published through Amazon. They do have uh, the the paperback version, and they also have Kindle. So you would uh, type in uh, Barb Baker. The restorative work of the Holy Spirit.
0: And on your podcast, how can people listen in to Barbara Baker?
1: Oh dear. Um, <laughs> okay, this is a, a a new journey, so I'm not even quite sure. Except that uh, I am. I did start a Facebook page called The Journey to Wholeness, and you can check it out there. I've got the podcasts on it. I'm trying to work on getting it on YouTube. I haven't got a clue. Again, clueless here and <laughs> learning, and that's okay. And I'm not afraid to admit it. Uh, but uh, so that, that that is two ways that uh, I know that you can actually access it.
0: You know, Barbara, I was, it made me think when you were talking about the conference, um, how God uses those kind of Arenas to minister to us corporately. I was thinking about a conference I went to, and this woman asked me, um, she bought some tickets for uh, it was an overcomers conference, and she had bought some tickets for a blanket that was going to be raffled off. And so she bought a whole string and she said, Choose a ticket. So I chose a middle one. She said, oh, no, you can't take the middle one. That's mine. I said, oh, okay, well, I'll take this one. So I took the one (laughs) on the end, and um, I had the winning ticket. (laughs) I sort of (laughs) chuckled. but um, Oh, my. (laughs) Yeah, the overcomer's blanket. And today we have many listeners that um, have been through A lot of things. You've been through a lot of things. I've been through a lot of things. But we know with Christ, uh, we can overcome. Talk to the listeners today about that. About overcoming? Yes.
1: First of all, you really have to want it. Because it's not something that just happens. You have to work it. You have to work it. You have to be sensitive to uh, the prompting of the Holy Spirit and allowing him to guide and direct the course. And you have to choose which way you're going to go. Like I was talking about fear. You can choose to run with the fear or you can choose to run with God. And it's basically like that with everything that uh, we face. We can choose. We can choose to shut off the white voices in our head that keep trying to distract us and uh, pervert truth by just asking them to shut up in the name of Jesus Christ and allowing the presence of the Holy Spirit to speak truth. I've always uh, prayed that the Lord would shut off any lie and allow truth to speak into my thoughts so that I can discern more readily the direction I'm to go in. And it's like, because the enemy places so many voices, like, blah, 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 blah. It's like, like I've heard some people have an awful time with that. But it is powerful to know that we have power in the Holy Spirit to command it to be silent. Hey, and, and that is kind of how uh, I I have journeyed in that uh, by just accepting God's way, speaking truth into my life and not dwelling on the lies. I'm not good enough. No one cares. Nobody loves me. Nobody wants to hear me. You know, the, the different things that... <laughs> The scenarios the enemy puts in our lives, especially if if we've been abused in any way or uh, been facing, you know, situations that are torturous and and, uh, truly dehumanizing the person. God wants to lift us all out of that. He wants us. The reason he died was to restore us. Not just to restore our souls, but to restore all of us, every part, those those parts that have been crushed and annihilated by the enemy, and to teach us his ways so that we can thrive and be victorious
0: instead of the victim. It makes me think of that scripture in Isaiah 61, and how God takes the uh, he binds up the broken hearted and he sets the captives free and how he restores the, um, and rebuilds those ancient ruins. Yes. Um, that's what you're talking about. Isn't it Barbara? Yes. <laughs> you know, I meet so many people that have been through things that is like almost what you said is, is beyond what we could ever begin to understand. And I feel like the Lord is really restoring to the body of Christ and to non-believers as well. But especially the body of Christ, the working of the spirit of love. Love is the greatest gift. You don't have to um, like the behaviors and you don't have to agree. Um, But at the end of the day, it's really about showing another person the love of Christ. Um yeah. I know that in some of the work that I've been involved in recently, I don't even get to speak much, but I can show them the love of Christ without yeah. <clears throat> ever mentioning his name. And you know what? They feel it and they yeah. they sense they sense that. And mm-hmm. so Talk to me a little bit about, was it easy for you to receive the love of Christ? Or was that, is that, was that a working? Tell me how you come to know the Father's love.
1: Well, as I mentioned, you know, I actually talked with him. Uh, I sometimes wonder if it wasn't him that actually raised me. Um, but to know his love, I don't know why I was never afraid of his love. It, it just... Um, Even though um, I didn't feel the love of my parents, which it might seem odd, but there was something about the father. I just, I don't know. For me, it was, he knows me and he loves me. Wow, what kind of love is this that accepts me with all the flaws and all of the the garbage I had in my life before I knew him. And it was like, just so astounded me. And I just appreciated that so much about him that I I just felt like I would do anything for him. And I guess I try to, (laughs) I'm sure I've failed a number of times. In fact, I I think we all can say that. It's just part about the learning and the growing in him. And so it's like, it's okay. It's okay. The thing is, we get up and we keep going. Right. We don't come back. Yeah. That's right. I don't know if that answers the it question, does. but I
0: wanted, I, I wanted people to know that his love is truly amazing. And I feel like a lot of the people that I have <clears throat> had the opportunity to meet of recent, even an individual I interviewed last evening that has gone through extreme pain um they they wonder why where is god you know why did that have to happen to me um why didn't god stop it and yet he was um he was working behind the scenes there was things that that um he was doing and he promises that he would bring good from even the worst situations. Yes. Um, talk to me a little bit about that. How have yes. you seen that in your life? That has been uh, the uh, Romans eight twenty
1: eight. There has been my my scripture for years, and I, I think I, I told you that once years ago. But to me, I <laughs> I have used that because I know here I am in a, an adverse situation. And it's like that scripture always pops to mind. And it's like, okay, look for the blessing because there's a blessing in this. So instead of concentrating on putting my focus on uh, what's actually happened, I'm putting my focus on where's the blessing? What what am I supposed to learn from this? What will I gain from this? Uh, where are you taking me through this? Not just me, but it's full. The other person or persons as well it's not just my uh, blessing it's something in the midst of anything we go through is going to do something on both sides and for me because I am a child of God and I love him it'll be something good so that I know Uh, what happens on the other side that's God's business and I leave it to him to work out whatever he needs to for the other person. Well, Barbara, you're an amazing
0: woman. I'm excited to read your book, The Restorative Work of the Holy Spirit, The Journey to Wholeness by Barbara Baker. It's available it's Barb, on,
1: Barbara uh, Baker. on the book. It just says Rev. Barb Baker. Now, I don't know. Okay. I and think that's I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt. But. It. And it's on Amazon. And they can, yes. um, they can order it right there. And <clears throat> is there anything else you want to say before we close the broadcast today?
1: I just encourage you uh, folks out there to just uh, allow the Holy Spirit. And that's the key thing, to allow the Holy Spirit to have his way in you and not to be afraid. If you find yourself fearful of what, God's going to say or what the Holy Spirit's going to do or how it's going to be, I encourage you with all my heart to command the spirit of fear to go, because that is one of the biggest tactics the enemy uses, is to cripple us and to prevent us from reaching our destiny.
0: Well, on that note, will you take a moment and pray for the listeners?
1: Yes. Father, I thank you for these people that are listening today and I just would ask in the name of Jesus Christ that you would step into their homes, step into their hearts and souls and reach in deep to unplug some of the places where the wellspring that of salvation is blocked and clogged so that the spirit of the living God can flow freely to teach, instruct, and help each one to be restored to the rightful place that Jesus Christ died for. The price is paid, the way is clear, and I just ask that you help them to receive what you've already done. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. Well,
0: thank you, Barb. And thank you, listeners, for joining me today. Tune in again next week for another broadcast of Destiny Moments.